Hey everybody, what's up? It's uh, Drunk Infosec, episode 6. Uh, again, we got myself, Chris, Alex, Henry, Tony, and Ryan. Great topics today, got about 6 topics to talk about, and then uh, some shenanigans in between. So let's get started, alright? Uh, what's the difference between sock and a C-cert? Right, so uh, it was actually pretty interesting. We had we saw a big thing on Twitter uh, earlier this week. Uh, it started out with how some, big uh, of a thing was it? It was massive. Uh, we got a we like massive things. <laughs> so we got a uh, a Gartner research. Go. <laughs> that, hold on, hold on, stop it. <laughs> so we got we got some Gartner research that suggested that a search should be part of a sock, right? Um, and then we had Richard Betlick. Um, that said, no, um, a traditional sock should ultimately disappear. That the cert does everything from detect, respond, inform, and improve. And then a, stop, a sock is simply more of a, a stopgap that until automation and orchestration and sec DevOps flourish, that um, you know, eventually it will just go away. So is that the replace that. of that tier three analyst? Ooh, you know, your, your junior three, analyst? Following along, tier three oh, is Henry's thing. Shit. <laughs> So what's the difference if they, if they want to roll it into the the CSER, why why can't they do the reverse? Why can't they roll it if the CSER's more so for like uh, public relations, um, incident response? I mean, socks are doing incident response as well as long as well as incident management. Depending why on can't you, they just go in the reverse and do the let's CSER? Let's take a step back and start defining words that mean things, right? Because words mean things, right? No, they don't. Sock is a security operations center. A CERT is a, what, computer security incident response team, for the most part. I mean, there's a lot of different things, like a computer emergency response team, a bunch of other different ways that it's been defined. But in general, a CERT is what responds to incidents, right? Mm -hmm. And a SOC is basically what... Incident in management. Yeah. Well, right. no, I wouldn't even say that. So SOC in general has been more of like a detect. They do detect, and then they essentially just kind of manage everything around it, right? Okay, yeah, but managing, preventing, detecting, and responding to security threats, right? That's right. what a SOC would essentially be, right? So it, a lot of times what you'll find is, is it's what manages the overall security operations, and essentially a CERT would be a part of a SOC, right? That's how Gartner defines it, and that's kind of like how you'll see it implemented a lot of different places. Right, but if a SOC doesn't have a CERT, and they're responsible for the incident response... Why do you need so it? So stupid. What Essentially, you, you would just have an incident response, you know, team, team inside yeah. of your search. It, it, there's no, no sock is not going to have an incident response team. Right. Right. It's dumb. If you don't, you're going to uh, outsource it or whatever. But right. Even if you say your sock does incident response, then somewhere in there you have people doing incident response, which would be your cert. So we're just really discussing labels right now i mean it's just a word thing now what why I do you do gotta find, label me i don't want to be labeled what i do find interesting is is that what he brings up is is that security automation and orchestration will take the essentially like the detect out of this and then all the real cert will have to do is those hunting capabilities that we've been talking about for a while and responding to all of the things that are happening via this automation or orchestration which you know i don't think is a bad thing but i mean does it like? Can you completely take away all of the things that a sock would do, as far as like improving things, making sure that management goes right, and just have it all into a cert? I don't think you could to do think, it today because yeah. AI is just not that. AI. Yeah, it's not. You can't think that well with it yet. Um, 
But I, I totally think it's an achievable goal. I, I, I'm really looking at this as they're, they're, they're cut from the same cloth. It's, you know, it, it, I guess it depends on who you have as management. A sock and a cert or an C cert, in my opinion, do the same job. Um, besides the liaison to to outside uh, sources, so talking to your your uh, your PR department or whatever other departments that need to do public relations and all that other stuff. That's what they that it, in my opinion, going through and reading the definitions that are out there. That's really the only thing that's different. The SOC kind of handles the stuff internally. They do incident response. They do all that stuff. Uh, that, that's what it looks like. And here's, a, here's a big thing that nobody really kind of brings up with it. And, and as an incident response guy for many years, the thing that I don't like to do, you know, governance, risk, compliance, all those things generally are held down by either a SOC, you know, somebody within a SOC or some organization inside of that that kind of gets down with it, right? So who would handle that after the fact? I mean, would that be a cert thing that happens? There's a lot of things that I think encompass a sock. So handle it as far as at, from what point forward? Like you said, who would handle it after yeah. what? If if there if a sock were to go away and you just were to have a cert, because it was essentially. So they say a lot of times that the sock is if your uh, company is still growing, but you know, saying automated does that mean that you're not going to be evolving? I mean, there's going to be changes to your. I mean, it's not necessarily going to be growing, but there's going to be changes to your network, the way things run. And that that becomes part of like what what you know. So any cert, take care of that? What any cert or SOC should do, which should be a capability of improve, right? You should have, you know, lessons learned at the end of every incident, at the end of everything that you know could be adverse or good for your organization. You need to have a lessons learned at the end of it, and that's that improve function, whether it's a SOC or whether it's a, a cert. I think that the SOC, you know, could have different uh, different entities outside of the SOC proper that could support the SOC's mission or, or um, goal. And then I think the difference between that and the CERT is it's all of that that encompasses the SOC is just wrapped up into one and labeled something different. Right. So what about um, overseeing the, one of the responsibilities that is of a SOC? is overseeing the security of systems, applications, and users, right? Right. When you think of a, a general cert, you're thinking about like responding to incidents and doing things of that nature, right? Where would, so does that fall now on like the IT organization or some other place where now, you know, I gotta make sure my EDR solution's pushed out. I gotta make sure my logging's right. I gotta make sure that, you know, I got whatever uh, requirements that a user should have, right? Those should normally fall underneath of a SOC. There's a lot of responsibilities there that, you know, the security orchestration, automation, you know, there's a lot of different processes out there that could probably deal with things like this, but the management of those things, you know, I think some organization outside of a cert, because as an incident response guy, like a lot of times that's really taxing on things that, you know, either you don't want to do or there's so much on your plate already that you don't have time to do. You could be doing other things that are more important, geared more towards the IR than the actual management Now, if piece. you want to push all that underneath of a cert, now we're just talking about labels. Now we're just saying, okay, well, what was a SOC is now a cert, and now right, all the things right. are underneath of it. But words mean things to me. So if you're going to say all these responsibilities fall underneath something, name it the right way, you know, have it right. something the right words for that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I really do think just, you know, reading up on this, that it, it seems like the the point they're trying to get across it really just comes down to labels you know you're taking some of the responsibilities so I mean, out of it actually i think the it. point the point of his comment was just that the sock's going to go away because of automation 
Yes. And that, that, I mean, that, was, that, that was basically okay the point. So you're but incident not rest- all of, but there's more responsibilities that a SOC has that AI can't handle, right? Like right. the overall management of certain things, I don't think that it can go away. Or it, it might, like, responsibilities might shrink, but you still, you're still going to need some kind of management over things that the CERT's not going to do. Yeah, so you if you've got, if, so you're saying that if you have a, uh, a problem and a, a sensor needs to be rebuilt or something like that, that your incident response team is going to be the one like to do that? That's all like sec DevOps. I'm, I'm talking about things like, you know, making sure that things are deployed out the right way as far as like making sure you have the right logs, everything's defined properly, all of that, as far as making sure your governance and risk and everything that you understand, all of those particular portions. And Now that could fall underneath IA or some other portion of your, your network. That's fine. But normally, if you're talking about labels, it falls underneath of a SOC, and your IA would fall underneath your SOC, your CERT would fall underneath your SOC, and then you have management over all of it. I, I guess I've kind of always, uh, you know, looked at it through kind of rosy colored glasses. The, the organizations that I've supported, uh, you know, every organization that I've worked for, I've done IR now for almost 15 years, and it's, it's always been, I work in a SOC. Um, Everything that we defined as certs and things like that was like U.S. cert or major umbrella organizations that, you know, supposedly helped with IR and all this other shit. And they, they'd give you, you know, uh, extrapolating information that's supposed to help you with your incident. And it's always been it's always been pretty booty um, that's come down. But, you know, our organization is that sock. And um, we, we would always have those extraneous pieces we'd have. You know, uh, a support team that would, uh, you know, we, we would have ties into a knock that's taking care of our tools, uh, making sure everything's working properly. Uh, you know, logs are flowing properly. We have a team that's doing that risk compliance uh, and, you know, kind of bending the arm of our customer base, uh, making sure, you know, that everything, you know, patches are done, the the proper tools that are installed, all that kind of stuff. And it's it's a, it's a giant cohesive unit. And I guess it may be different on the on on the the, the public sector. Is it public or I always get that shit confused. Uh, actual private corporations, sector. private sector. I guess yeah, I mean, so it, I mean, it's a, the, the I don't responsibilities know. don't change. Somebody has to have it. And for smaller organizations, it usually falls underneath of a sock. For other portions, yeah, maybe it goes different places. But overall, the way that you know a sock can be defined, the the responsibilities are still there. I mean, we're we're going in circles here about it, but a cert responds to incidents. Right? They could do a lot of other things too. They can do detect. They can do you know every portion of the incident response model. They can do hunting. They could do a lot of things, and I'm all for it. And I'm also all for for automating as much as you possibly can of all that. But for that or not, they could all fall underneath a cert. But keep your other cloud resp- of fucking if statements somewhere else. There's there's other things that fall underneath of a sock that I don't feel like right now automation or <laughs> orchestration are gonna fall underneath. Right. And so. So not to branch off too far, but where's that line with automation? Where do you get into the gray area where you're like, eh, I, I, I kind of want eyes on that. I don't, I don't want that to be automated. And I think actually we talked about this on a previous episode. But I, I think I know just exactly kinda, where to draw that line of where automation stops and you need actual people. It's anything past the else statement. <laughs> <laughs> But the, I have the, enough if statements. I don't need else. It almost seemed like I was serious there, yeah, didn't it? It did. Because you know, it, and the thing is, is, if you think about it, right? You know, you want to do the automation. If, if if that's the if that's the 
the line, you know, you're all for the automation and, and what cert and, and what the difference is between sock. Is that a huge play in between what is what? What's sock? What's cert? You can automate things you know. You can't automate things that you don't know. And that's what it comes down to, right? Like, hey, do I know the things on my organization that basically I get a bunch of false positives for or I get, you know, various different portions of my network that I know and I could put rules to all those things and kind of get like those, what Henry would call if statements to down the hallway. If, <laughs> if I can train my organization to get to that point, then I'm okay with orchestrating something around that, right? I'm not okay with dealing with orchestration around things that I don't know, right? Like some, some crazy thing happens in my network. Um, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Um, some IDS alert pops off um, saying one thing or the other. Now my EDR solution also says XYZ, right? I don't really know the behavior of how this attack might work. And then I have some orchestration event that says, okay, well now I'm gonna revert back to the last Docker you know, mm -hmm. portion of it, or I'm going to completely rebuild that um, host based off of whatever. I mean, it's a lot of things that could happen there that, you know, I'm not feel. I don't really feel comfortable with it yet. I mean, so I think a lot of it's you know similar to what Ryan said. There's just labels. You know, if the these certain tasks, these jobs need to be done, and if I need to put a tag that says "Hello, my name is Guy on Third Team," doesn't make a difference. It still needs to get done. Yep. Can can we break this down to colors? Like, is it periwinkle blue and cornflower blue for uh, the difference between sock and a I think it's burnt orange. I think, I think this horse has been yeah. fucking beat to death. So Gentoo Linux, GitHub, um, screwed. Uh, an entity gained control of the GitHub Gentoo organization and uh, removed all access uh, from the developers. But in the meantime, uh, they ended up making various changes to the content. Um, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like, but it looks like they only hacked one source, right? So it wasn't they didn't hack the main repository. It was just one repository. I, I'm not. I guess I'm not as worried about that hack as as some of the other ones. Yeah. So I tell you, one good thing that uh, Gentoo did was uh, they came out and were very transparent about everything, and uh, they came out, you know, didn't try to hide it, which is uh, it's a nice change. Yeah, they were very upfront with it. They actually, they actually seen. went with the worst case scenario when they first announced it. They, you know, they yep. just said, "Hey, we're screwed left and right, and yep. as soon as we know updates, we'll we'll tell you guys." So they were at least more upfront than a lot of people. If you could just let me know, do you, how many people use Gen Two Linux? I mean, is that big? Is that a huge user base? I'm pretty sure I hear uh, crickets right now. Right, I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm so not sure. what we're dealing with is just just you know their GitHub repository, which was I think. Once it comes out, it'll probably be like a password reuse. Somebody probably cracked a password or got something, and then they just logged it in this GitHub and then, you know, fucked shit up. Yeah, I mean, that's what they did. They, they started to, removing like, the accounts. Source, and... Like from Gentoo and getting it that way, you're fine. But if you got it from GitHub, which is probably just their developers getting things done anyway, I mean... Yeah, it's also like if you if you set up uh, the GitHub uh, repo as as your source, so that when you do a, a merge and you yeah. you get that stuff from there, Which, then I mean, it's how many people use Gentoo? And it's probably just the people. Yeah, that are how many people doing use Gentoo? Or... And if they are using <laughs> Gentoo, the chances <laughs> of them actually getting their their uh, repo directly from Gentoo instead of GitHub. Actually, know. if you're using Gentoo, you probably are grabbing bleeding edge from GitHub, just because that's the kind of neckbeard you are. <laughs> neckbeard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at yeah. you. Hey, if uh, any, any Gen 2 users are actually following us, 
We yeah. commend your neck beard. <laughs> Not really. We think they're epic. But, uh, but this this brings up a really good point and something for that could be a lessons learned. If you're on, if you're using GitHub, two factor authentication, MFA, multi factor right. man. Like that's a. Uh... What about that continuous access oh, authenticate? Man. Was that what it was called? Continuous yeah. authentication. Take a picture every five seconds. Hey. Oh, <laughs> be, be your mom's face. <laughs> cool. All right. So. Next up, let's talk about um, how now the DHA, DHA, the DHS is uh, now mandated to protect ICS. Way too many acronyms. ICS, uh, Industrial Control Systems. Oh, okay. Thank you, CC. You're welcome. So I I think this is absolutely hilarious. You know, you you go back, you know, this, this really got... Majorly put the light back with Stuxnet and fucking up the the Iranians and their the nuclear reactors and these industrial control systems and oh my god we have all these things that are connected to the fucking internet like our water and our electricity because that's and, a smart idea. Well, it, well, it's it is what what do people love and that's fucking convenience, right? I don't want to take five minutes to to have a website load, right? I want it yesterday. It needs to be there right away, and everything needs to be right away. And of course, that includes my power and the people that are that are running the power plants that are running the water plants. Maybe they just don't want to go in. I don't like going into work all the time, but the fact that I can remote in and do my fucking job is amazing. Well, think and about, if think I worked in those though. places, yeah, I'd want to do that too. I mean, you're trying to make something as efficient as possible, whether you know you have to remote into it or whatever. A lot of these SCADA systems that are on ICS networks, right? Like they they have a lot of different ways that they communicate, right? And different I would be. I would be hard pressed to tell you that I wouldn't want to be able to have all of that centralized so that I could manage it better. Exactly. But, you know, so going back to the kind of the, my original rant <laughs> kind of yeah. got off track there, my bad, but, uh, you know, Stuxnet was a big one and that's what brought all this to light. And it became a huge thing. That was what? 2010. It's now 2018. We get, we're eight years later and department of Homeland security is now officially putting legislation together saying that, they're mandated to have controls and 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 uh, what, what was the word that they use? Capabilities in place to maintain and protect ICS system. It's that that's fucking retarded, man. Yeah. Eight years to do this, and they're freaking out about it. So, so the place that was actually um, mandated was DHS, right? Now, that isn't to say that there wasn't some other organization within the government that was mandated beforehand to do it but this actually gives some kind of teeth to if something bad happens you're responsible for it like these are the things that say no matter what we gave you a mandate that says all of these things that we have that we feel like are probably vulnerable you're responsible for it figure it out yeah I just I, I think it's hilarious that it took this long for them to, to come up with something like it's that. insane it's that we Karen don't spend was in charge of it. It's Fucking Karen watching things happening around the globe, you know, like Georgia, all of those things that happened. You know, we have we have a lot of different cyber attacks, if you will, across the globe that happen, and a lot of it's attacking like ICS networks, and we for the most part haven't seen too much in the news or in legislature that actually says we're going to we're going to handle this and we're going to make sure that somebody's responsible for it. Now there's great companies out there like Dragos and a couple others that are doing ICS stuff and they're trying to make sure that we have 
you know, at least some sort of capabilities and we can offer it to people. But for the most part, I mean, we even have like NIST standards that were supposed to be built for ICS and SCADA networks, but where are they put in place and who is responsible for it? Doesn't it fall back to the organization? I can see that a lot of it would probably come back to the organization, but um, you know, if, if, if it's such a big deal, obviously we knew that this was a big deal. It's something that they, that we've been worried about. You know, if there's a, if there's a global conflict or if somebody really wanted to come after the United States and say, you know what, we want to come in, we may not have an army that can beat them, but you know, if we shut off their power or, you know, if we fuck up their water supply, you know, we'll just, we'll end up killing them that way and then we'll march our armies in when they're weakened it, it's like it it, it it took you this long to put something that's federally mandated to protect this kind of stuff like, I mean, all, what we talk about all the time is like risk right like what is the greatest risk that you possibly have think about that I mean if you were to attack an ICS network SCADA something goes down right an entire city loses power for like a day or two right like might not be as bad as you think and maybe you know it's like some kind of conspiracy theory type stuff and then you know you have an entire fucking city wait a minute, wait a minute. if i lose power for a day how am i going to listen to drunk infosec uh, you it's drink beer story. and you do it yourself my ups can only last so long before it i kill myself should be on your phone and you can download <laughs> it because only... they're now in the itunes store <laughs> oh shit self promo <laughs> and the google play the and Google the, Play and the things <laughs> and the things with the stuff. So yeah, so uh, long story short, is this you know too little, too late? Is this one of those things where like why did it take so long to have you know a governing agency take responsibility for? It's ICS? moving at the speed of government. Speaking of moving at so a question speed. is uh, would a sock or a cert handle that? <laughs> I'm not getting into this debate. <laughs> Speaking of things moving slowly, we got uh, Apple Maps trying to do a redo on their entire Maps application, I guess, right? Did you guys just feel that transition? It was, it was fucking so amazing. Slippery penis. <laughs> Didn't even feel it, really. Just went in. So when was the last time that this was... They, were, they had their own, their own map capability. How, so what's the what's the time time gap? So Apple Wait, Maps, Apple never had their own. Well, well six years ago. So yeah, so they, they they put out that Apple Maps that was 2012. Right. So what, six years ago, uh, they put that out and they were driving people off of cliffs and they were putting people in dead ends <laughs> <laughs> and like random other shit. And it, it was all because they bought all of their map data off third party uh, vendors. I, I I can't tell you who they were, but uh, obviously they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. I Stitched hope Apple got their money back. Yeah. You know, but, uh, so it ultimately failed. It made huge news. Um, everybody was boycotted. It, it, I, I found it rather comical cause yeah, that's just hilarious. But, um, kind of coming back to it, they've decided that, Hey, we're going to be like Google. We're going to send out our own street cars. We're going to map all the things, do all the stuff. And, you know, we're going to release this in the, in the next iOS image. And, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but. If I had that on my iPhone, like, I am probably not going to use it. I'm I'm so in tune with Waze or Google Maps, and yeah. I think I'd use it just to test it out, see where, see what, uh, see if it yeah, takes you to the cliff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would. I mean, I'll, I'll probably use it just because uh, 
Apple CarPlay. That's exactly That's what I was going to say. the only reason I'm going to use it. If I could have Apple CarPlay, well, I don't have Apple CarPlay, but I do That's why you travel said a lot, the and I do have to have you know rentals every once in a while. And when I see one, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to use this. And then all of a sudden, I'm not where I need to be. You know right. what I mean? Like fucking two hours go by, and I'm like, where the fuck is this hotel? But I probably will use it if I'm in you know one of those situations where I can. But that's the only time I'm going to try this thing out because I am so trusted in Google Maps. Now, if I want to end up driving through somebody's fucking yard so that I can get there five (laughs) minutes faster, I'll use Waze. Hey, I will say, you know, this could be a perfect opportunity at, you know, you want to really fuck fuck with somebody. You'd be like, oh, you know, you want to run into their house or something like that? Be like, oh, I was using Google. I was using uh, Apple Maps, and it just late me... for a meeting. Oh man, I was using Apple Maps. I didn't even. I'm not in fucking Albuquerque. I don't <laughs> My even bad. Know. So what do you what do you what do you think the what do you think the purpose is? I mean, if Google Maps and everybody's using that, what what's the? They can't. So think about it. From like, you have to have. You have Android, right? And you have Google Maps associated with it. You could put Google Maps on um, Apple and you can, or iOS, and you can have that on there natively, right? But what does Apple always try to do? Every time you're trying to use any of their applications that natively go into it, you, you can open them up in Apple Maps, right? And that's like the, the convenience. That's what you're trying to go with it, right? And so, like, they have the money, obviously. They got billions of fucking dollars. They can just try to rebuild their own and make it better, right? And if it was better, maybe get that trust into it, and now it's all theirs. They don't have to trust, you know, some other application or whatever to go get that information. I think it's a it's long story. It's, it's going to be a good idea for them as a company, but I mean. But you have you have the 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 trusted app that's already established, and everybody's using it. So I mean, trying to get people to convert seems like a you know a wish i mean look at how much google does they just throw shit on the fucking wall and see what sticks right right i mean if they could get their maps to work right i don't i don't see how it could be a bad thing for them no so if google if you're listening bring back reader <laughs> just saying i think Please it's all a conspiracy God. so they can leave the uh the location option on all the time shit if they just use that they probably had enough information about everything in the world so many damn apple users so uh so on on to wordpress um wordpress press flaw gives attackers full control over your site yet another wordpress flaw yeah this this shit is just i mean unsanitized user input well let's look at the risk right how many people actually use wordpress a ton a ton of people use wordpress that's why it's constantly being researched that's why it's constantly being owned this is just another example of it. I think this one you can actually, what? It's arbitrary delete files, right? So you can yep. delete the main wp-config, you know, and then it goes to its default, and then you can just log in as your own and do whatever you need with it. And it just seems so trivial, like. So easy. So easy. But super easy. I, I mean, a long story short, this thing is yet another one of these WordPress things that you're just going to have to get patched. I mean, if you're using WordPress and you're doing best practices, you're patching as much as possible anyway. Is there a patch for this? Uh, I'm not I'm not sure. I don't, I mean. Upcoming, according to this link. Would you call that an O-Day? A negative, what, what maybe, was maybe that? a negative, negative day. A negative day. A negative one day? 
a surprise we're here some today. vendors yeah, yeah. negative one day <laughs> negative yeah. one I think I think flaws like this though are gonna pop up I mean they pop up in all the major it happens CMS systems right, yeah right. I mean it WordPress happens. is one but you know Blogger has them all of them have them yeah it's just a matter of you know proper security hygiene well with this one I I mean, you have to look at them case by case, I guess, and see what the actual risk is for it. But, I mean, I don't think you can actually stop so, this, can you? Well, so you would could. This be security you, ha- or you, you had to have an authenticated user to actually do this. Oh, okay. Even if you were a low level authenticated user, but, I mean, you'd have to have an authenticated user. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully they'll patch that, and then we'll just wait for the other, next one. You know, so. give it a week. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, exactly. Days Karen, of our work. Karen from HR will uh, <laughs> do something, and uh, everybody will be screwed. Um, all right, Facebook, Google privacy, um, accused of manipulating us, us, the community, with consumers. Dark patterns. Dark patterns. So, what the hell is dark patterns? So I think all of this stems from the uh, GDPR compliance that uh, the EU put out. And I can't remember what... Oh, GDPR stands for General Data Protection Regulation. And it's, you know, what companies can grab about their users and all that other stuff. End of the day, it comes down to we're using all these services for free. They got to make money somehow, and they're making money based off of, you know, how we use their products, what we're looking for, so they can give targeted ads, and they can make some sort of revenue off of that. Um, GDPR is, in my opinion, um, and of the opinion of, like, the Facebooks and the Googles and the ISPs and and everybody else's, they're they're freaking the fuck out about this, of, like, what they can and can't collect. Um, You know, that's that's definitely going to put a wrench in their entire business plan and business model. Um, but this whole dark patterns thing, I'm sure everybody here has, uh, and everybody listening has received shit tons of emails about, Hey, look at our new updated privacy, uh, rules and and policies for, for using our website and stuff like that. Um, this, this whole article, uh, and these dark patterns talks about the, uh, you know, the psychological aspects and what they're doing when you go to edit your privacy concerns. Uh, or, or your, I'm sorry, not privacy concerns, but your privacy settings on these sites. So like if you go into Google or Facebook or whatever, and it's like, Hey, we're concerned about, um, you know, what we give out. We actually give a shit about, uh, what we share with third party vendors and everything. So you can set your own policies. These dark patterns come into play where, um, they're, they're guiding you towards giving up more of your own information so they continue to make money by making that seem more enticing. So, right, you so know. I th- think, so there's actually a report done by the Norwegian Consumer Council, right? And basically all they do is call out Facebook and Google for every time you're giving the opportunity to, you know, change your privacy settings or, you know, um, comply or I don't think comply is the right word, but, you know, when you're presented with the option to be able to change your privacy settings, um, they make it, you know, they manipulate you to a point where it seems like a bad idea to change it, right? Like, Hey, you wanna you wanna be one of the cool kids? Well, why don't you just leave us this data so we can do cool things for you? Oh, you wanna opt out? Well, uh, you're a loser, you know. And that's essentially, um, basically, the way they 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 do it with like whether it's green or red. Your mom or would not. I mean, it's it goes back to like actual. <laughs> everybody, 
shut the fuck up. No. Um, <laughs> it goes back to like actual like psychological operations. Like you're trying. It's to, like, psychological warfare with the with the uh, the customer. You know, you, the you consumer. Fucking, did you fucking interrupt me? I did. One How'd you like that? Oh, are we throwing yeah. out leaflets again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. So they're they're trying to make you feel bad, essentially, yeah. where they're trying to like manipulate yeah. you to a point so that they can continue their operations. Which yeah. I mean. From a business standpoint, that's not bad, right? Yeah, but this it. whole thing comes now moving forward. This whole thing comes up if you've seen uh, the new Carol Carol Cal- Cal- the, the what the new California <laughs> legislation, which is essentially trying to um, do the same thing as GDPR, right? And it's trying to make sure that every company or anything that does business within California has almost the same rules as GDPR. Well, it's actually so it's got the the regular old California. Put it on crack spin as well, you know, similar to, you know, you look at any establishment or any product that you buy in California, it's got a label on it that says that it's known in the state of California to give you cancer. Um, very similar with their legislation that they just passed. Um, so, yeah, not only do the companies have to disclose what they do, but any consumer in the state of California can go to those businesses and say, hey, what are you collecting? And they're required to give that information. And then if the consumer says, I don't like that, delete all my shit. Well, now they're forced to comply to delete all that person's shit. Or act like they're complying. Well, just Whoa. wait till that goes through. California will... Easy. You know those people are too happy. Yeah, For our California listeners, please don't sue me. Yeah. Um, I love you. But think about the companies... Hello, love out there. Think about the companies that are out there in California. I mean, this is probably... Well, California is like the 10th largest economy in the world. Or the top 10. Something like that. Um, that's a lot of companies. There's... The biggest companies you can possibly imagine. Like, think about Redmond. Think about, like, the entire Silicon Valley. I mean, all of these things are going to now have to comply with this particular portion. Personally, as a consumer, I think it's awesome. I mean, you these are things that should have to be set in place, right? I don't want my data certain places, right? I don't want you selling it. I don't want you doing certain things with it. Most of the time, whenever I go to a site and it says, like, hey, can, uh, can we use this information to do X, Y, Z? It's like, no, I don't want you to do any of that. I mean, I think it's good. I just, I think the tactics they're going to have to revert to because of all these new laws are going to be so underhanded and sketchy. Like, yeah. Well, how, how do you make money then, right? No, I, I, I get it. I understand it. But, like, that's what they're going to have to revert to is the, the psychological operations making you feel bad to do this, like, or any other thing that comes up out of this. It, it's going to be really shady. Well, <laughs> if you I mean, like to you protect know, your information, then you also love Hitler. And the whole and the whole <laughs> point of it is that they don't have your interest in in mind. They they just care for Facebook does now. I saw the commercial. Oh yeah, you saw the commercial. Yeah. So speaking of uh, uh, personal data um, and Facebook and Facebook, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Facebook. A Florida-based uh, firm that does uh, marketing and, and data aggregation, Exactus, was. Pausing busted for uh, <laughs> leaking, yeah. littering and littering and uh, so, leaked leaked detail information uh, on individual adults and businesses. Um, wasn't so, this wasn't this uh, company one of the Facebook you know quiz applications? You know one of those 
who's your favorite Gilmore girl or whatever I think the hell it is? Who, so that's a good question that we should ask. Who is your favorite Gilmore girl? I don't even know any of their names. Uh-huh. I don't know why that popped into my head first. <laughs> I'm going to go with look the younger. So, uh, look at this side off so, right here. He's yeah, trying oh, to say, well, who is it? We're, we're going to take a moment for, for Ryan to clear the air. Uh, Gilmore uh, girls, huh? So that needs to go up on the Drunk Infosec Twitter. Yeah. What Gilmore girl are you? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll Google it and actually of have the more names. More importantly, <laughs> of all the things Ryan Eyes has seen, he goes straight to Gilmore Girls. More importantly, what quizzes have you taken, and what did you actually allow that particular, you know, application access to? Yeah. Because if you did, and you gave it app, if you gave it permissions to look at certain portions of your profile, or if you had information in those certain portions of your profile, now this company was able to extract that and then do data mining on it right hey, I'm, I'm not gonna lie i wanted to know who was gonna be on my zombie squad like when the zombie apocalypse happened did i die first was maybe. i even on it maybe <laughs> you were the sacrificial lamb so let's go to the root cause of what what they were <laughs> actually, gonna be what actually happened here right so someone who was just basically researching into what like elastic elastic search yeah was uh trying to figure out how to do particular um, queries and stuff, and so then he he found out this data this database he could easily query, and then he was able to actually just grab a bunch of information from this. Yeah. I mean, he ranging said, from everything from your home address to right, yeah, what I mean, type of credit cards you have, what your religion um, was, your build or your your home uh, home uh, loan lender, how long your beard was. <laughs> Depends on what year after that barbecue incident. Are you so. jelly? He's peanut butter and jealous. Amen. So one of the things that I found interesting was that uh, um, the CEO of this company what well, used to be a former Equifax employee. So this this dude's definitely batting a thousand right now. Um, oh, that's excellent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is excellent. So uh, you know, it's just a now are we talking insider threat? So like, let's get let's get back to this whole <laughs> this, 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 this root cause, yeah. which really bothers me. This is a lot of information. That you could just query, right? Like this dude didn't do anything crazy, yeah. right? No, like, no, he was it, was, just it was out there. Querying it over the internet. Right. Yep. That's wild. All yeah. of your information was just sitting in a database that all you had to do, I mean, you could have went to like Shodan or something, I imagine, would have had the information. You could have just been like, oh, yeah, hey, Elasticsearch, I would have loved to figure out, like, what all can I get from this? And after this, reading this whole thing, I kind of want to go out and see what all is open and try to grab the information. I know, right. I'm going to go figure yeah. out more about the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, so I can't wait to find an Elasticsearch database full of Gilmore Girls yeah. data. Episode seven, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> last, last time I look at Facebook when I talk to you guys, Jesus. yeah, yeah. Why does your Facebook you, have that? Because he was in the middle of uh, taking a survey. Wait, on who wait, his hold Gilmore on. Girl for was. psyops operations, I mean, is it is it like uh, was it green or red for Gilmore Girls? With it was red. It was red. It was red. Trying to make you feel bad, yet you still went with it. Because <laughs> he's the law over here. He don't fall for that psyops. Green wouldn't work on him. And that's because they collected the data and they already knew that. He's a Jedi. He doesn't even... <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this is a, this was a major concern for me because it was just open. This dude didn't do anything crazy. He was just able to search all this database that was open. But, so, this also brings up a, a kind of another uh, thing that when I read this story... Uh, big thing for me was who the fuck cares? Uh, so it didn't have PII. So it, well, it had. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Let me let me let me let me back that Bring up. Bring so that back. Where, what, yeah. What's your address again? 
So that's the thing. It didn't. It didn't give up their addresses. It gave up who their loan, who the who owned the loan, which you could then go and figure out your address and stuff like that. It said what credit card you have, but not the credit card numbers. So this was a whole bunch of extraneous data about your 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 personal life, but it was not your social security number. It was not um, the 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 factual data that you would really need to use to affect your credit score or dig around and do a whole bunch of just shady shit. Uh, it's stuff that could help build your account or that you could you could help start opening accounts or steal information. But um, I'm sorry, they're telling me to scroll up oh. and down and it's way bad here. I'm going to just hand the mouse to you. <laughs> start scrolling. Uh, but it, there's just it, a lot of the information. For me, it was like, well, I don't really give a shit if they know who my loan lender was or what types of credit cards I have. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it kind of airs some of your dirty laundry or whatever, but it wasn't, they Man, couldn't start opening up accounts on mi- me. Mix that with every other leak that's just happened. Right. You're China screwed. and everybody else already has all our fucking information on everything. So it's all a, out that's there. That's the whole point. Here, here's a list of stuff that they were able to get. People's phone numbers, oh, I home, addresses, home addresses, email address, down to, like, so if you go to your Facebook actual stuff and you're looking at, like, what, um, what they actually put down for you like yeah. they actually make up stuff for you for like what you're how you lean right or left right. as far as like your political views right. not your penis <laughs> and, uh, that's so where i was going with it it'll say what your name is what your interests are what your habits are what your age and gender what your children's names are what your religion is whether you smoke what type of pets you have i mean this was a type of information that was leaked in this particular portion that's upsetting to me for a number of reasons one what are your secret um like uh, passwords that you have to be able to put in, right? So, like, you have your password. Yeah. And then every every place will try to make secret questions for you, right? Right. And so now your pet's all name? I have to What's have your, yeah. is, you know, yeah, like, What's go to this particular girl? data set and be like, oh, yeah, well, uh, John Daly, what's your – no, sorry, John Daly, if you're listening. I know you're not, but – well, what's his pet's name? What's his where, what's his address? What was his first you well, know kiss? So you for know, a lot of this information that could be like, do you lean right or left? This could give an attacker a lot of information about how to be able to research someone further. So right. I just want to be like, when you get asked those questions, so when it's something like you know your mom's maiden name, don't put your mom's maiden name in there. Put your favorite color. Right. Put your mom's maiden name in there. Don't be a liar. And and, that, and you just remember that. So when something like this does happen. It's not going to just give you those things because you're going to know that when it asks your mom's maiden name that it's actually your favorite color. Right. Reverse psyops. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a reverse uh, mental screw right there. Well, so uh, I'm I'm glad we at least brought this up because yeah, what, when I read this, I was like, okay, I I don't really give a shit about any of that. You know, we all know Tony likes to look at midget porn. Yeah. Um, and now we're stating that here. Yeah. So you all know that. Um, that's now part facts. of the secret questions like on like mini- everything like miniature you know. schnauzers and yeah so it's gonna be like what's your pet's name you know if you're trying to look up for tony and all you totally got to do is just type in bridget the midget <laughs> and you're gonna go on everything you're he's wide open <laughs> hashtag not literally fake news. Yeah. <laughs> not fake news <laughs> not, not fake news yeah i just think that uh you know i i think we're gonna see a lot more of these happen um, I don't think this is, you know, with the Equifax, with Exactus, uh, we're going to start seeing more of these pop up because I think more of these are going to come to light via the media. Well, of course, especially if uh, large companies are going to have to have all these laws and requirements making them not share stuff. Right. They might just let it get hacked. No. 
or maybe they become maybe they become the people that do yeah the hacks yeah. could be that's true. conspiracy theory then it becomes just another government agency right Hey, DHA will be all over this in like 12 years. <laughs> DHS? I said DHA, it's DHS. <laughs> Dude, I am horrible at this. Acronyms. Fucking acronyms. Words mean things. <laughs> Worse well, than that's, uh, that, that's kind of the main topics that we wanted to hit on. And uh, what does anybody got anything? Want to shoot the shit about anything? No, but uh, feel free to be able to hit us up on Twitter or hit us up on um, any of the social media. And just let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, or if there's something maybe you want to talk about on us. I mean, we could be able to um, get people in here and be able to do talks with us if you want. I mean, we could right. either call you or do whatever. If you want to be in on the show, just let us know. I think currently right now we're working on trying to do a, a live recording somewhere. So when we, uh, when we pick that place out and that date, we'll definitely throw it out there on social media as to where we are and well, we're kind of live right now if you're so. if you're uh if you're listening we're not um, live to tape though no but please right now no we're not yeah no uh, please uh <laughs> wait for <laughs> wait for the date and location all right please wait for the date and location and uh come and join us so but yeah your comments and, and questions will be greatly appreciated and we can kind of work that into the the next episode there's one thing that's been brought up which uh, i thought was kind of neat and i'd be interested to see what others thought about it was the uh, uh kind of like the drunk history type thing yeah so you get some... somebody as shit faced as we possibly can and you explain to me tcpip or something yes yeah i kind of want henry we could to do, do that. that this is how passwording is this is, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely do that. <laughs> that'd, uh, that'd be an uh, interesting show. Well, all right, guys. Well, uh, appreciate it. And, again, post any comments or questions. We'd love to hear from you. And, and subscribe on uh, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on, on Twitter. and uh, Tell us your favorite Gilmore Girl. Yeah, and Gilmore Girls. So that would be that's important. Um, all right, everybody have a good evening. And talk to you guys later.